This is the Christian Life Coach Collective, and I'm your host, Laura Malone. We're talking all things coaching, concepts, tips, tools, self-coaching, mindset, faith foundations, and definitely entrepreneurship because I want to support your calling as a coach and help you build a thriving online business with God as your CEO. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here we go. Happy back to school. I know some of you are in the throes of it. Some of you started last week. Some of you started next week, but today is the day for some of you. And I bless you. If you're a mama who needed uh, summer to be over, God bless you. I hope you take a nap today. (laughs) I dropped mine off for the first day of lacrosse practice, and I don't even know what's happening right there that (laughs) I have no idea. No one in our family has ever played lacrosse. I don't know if she'll actually get to a place where she will play it, but she definitely went to practice today. School doesn't start until next week for her, but practice for the spring starts today. And I'm like, wow, what what a great reminder that just because your sport doesn't start for months from now, it doesn't mean you shouldn't be practicing something that means, you know, it has meaning later, but you need to practice now. And I think about all my clients who say, I I just want to work on starting a business, but I don't want to practice coaching. And you know what? None of them actually say that to me out loud. They, but it's what's going on inside. And I've been there. I totally get it. I would rather do all of the passive action things. I'd rather build a website. I'd rather go um, buy some bills, you know, create some business cards. I'd rather spend all my time on social media talking about coaching, but I don't really want to do it yet because I am so unsure. Well, I'm gonna tell you what, this girl, she is unsure. She is jumping in both feet, but she is going to go to practice and be faithful every day of the week to practice and get build up all of the systems of her body, her cardio, her, you know what I mean? Like she's building up her muscles. She's got to do all of the things so that when it comes time to be on the field, she's ready. Even if we don't know how to play the game yet, we're working on that too. But listen, if you want to be a coach and you don't know exactly what to do to be a coach, it is action that brings you the clarity, right? She's going to have to get out there on the field and actually practice playing a game she's never even seen played before. She's going to have to go do her research. She's going to have to talk to people about it. And she's going to have to ask questions. And that's what you need to do. You just need to start practicing. You've got to talk to people about it. You got to go out and get on the field. So this gardening series that we're in the middle of right now, it, my part of my my hope and my purpose in it is to help you not waste time doing things right now that aren't going to benefit you anytime soon. That's that passive action stuff. And I know you don't, you know, you feel nervous about doing the big thing. So you go do these other things, right? Because you feel like coaching is this big thing inside of your mind. So you, you kind of try to skip ahead and build the branches and think about the root system for too long. And instead of actually practicing coaching, 
But again, this series, all of these episodes, they are here for you because you've got to get in there. You have to be practicing coaching throughout the whole growth of the tree. So we've covered the growth of your coaching business as if we're planting and nurturing a tree that's going to grow strong and become very fruitful. And we started talking about the root system that you need in episode 189, that, you know, all the education about coaching, self-awareness about your own skills, stories, and successes. You need clarity, intention, mindfulness, and focus roots. You need to share the dream that you have and actually talk about being a coach. You need to have that faithfulness to go practice and take action. And you need to be in prayer and surrender so that God can be your CEO. Then in episode 190, we talked with Joni. And she used the Digging for Gold workbook to find her core message, which then directly correlates with the root system that you need, especially that area that I talked about of self-awareness about your own skills, stories, and successes so that you know what you're called to carry and release. And that is going to kind of infiltrate the whole tree. Then we talked about the trunk in episode 191, the lower trunk, which is the mission, vision, and values of your coaching business and practice. Then the upper trunk, the ideal client research and development and levels of awareness of your, you know, your audience and where they are between point A and point B. Do they see a gap? Do they believe a bridge is possible? So today we're talking about growing the branches. You need a flow to grow, which means you need a system of processes in place. And the system of processes that you need to start your online coaching business and run it is what I call Sokoka, (laughs) S-O-C-O-Z-A. Think of this as a Sokoka tree, okay? (laughs) Pretend you're living in some foreign country or let's say an island. It's a beautiful island and you climb the hills and you see this amazing, beautiful, fruitful tree It's right next to this, you know, maybe a stream that comes off a waterfall and you look at it and there's a little plaque, but you know, placard next to it on the bottom and it says, Sokoka tree. (laughs) This tree has been, you know, is a tree of righteousness planted by the living waters. So if you are a new coach or entrepreneur, you're going to want to pay attention because you need each of these branches of the Sokoka tree to grow strong in order to have a successful, profitable coaching business, okay? So the first branch is called sharing. (laughs) You do this through creating consumable, valuable content, okay? Educate and encourage your audience at all uh, uh, levels of awareness of their problem and your solution. So go shout it out to strangers and newbies, (laughs) invite the neighbors over, encourage the friends, nourish your family. This is website copy, social media snacks, uh, lead magnets, all of the things that you can do. How and where would you like to show up to educate people? So you're showing prospects about your strategies and your goals and the results that you can help them get. So content creation does three things. 
It encourages people, brings them, like, it inspires them, shows them what's possible. It educates them more, not only about their problem, but about your solution, about who you are, about all of the parts and pieces, all of the different uh, things and scenarios and situations that are affected by or affect their problem and their solution. And content creation can also entertain. I am not really that I'm here to encourage and educate, but then I I'm a little bit silly. So maybe there's a little entertainment, but you can have, you can find podcasts and video channels and everything out there that are there simply to entertain. But as a coach, you're really there to educate and encourage more. And entertainment is kind of like a, you know, a pillow on the couch that you can change out every now and then. It's really more of an accessory. The different ways that you can create content are a podcast, obviously. This is how I chose to do it because I can sit here at my desk. I don't have to have makeup on. I don't have to do my hair. You have no idea. Am I looking amazing or kind of weird today? You don't know. And it doesn't matter, right? (laughs) So I can do it whenever I need to, wherever I need. And I love that because I do want to be able to talk to you and be in your space and your in your thoughts. I I love that. And it works for me. The other way is a video channel, right? You can be a YouTuber. You can go there's several ways that you can have what we call a vlog, V-L-O-G, because it's like a blog, but it's a video. And if you love being on film and this is this really works for you, it's a great opportunity to get out there and put your face in front of people. They get to see you. You get to mirror them and still do all of the education and encouragement. And honestly, I think there's a little bit more uh, opportunity to entertain in the middle of it when you do a video channel. And then another way is the blog. So written blogs, people still read them. They are still fruitful. And one of the reasons they are is because of what's called SEO. That's... um, That stands for search engine optimization, meaning that whatever is written is findable by the search engines on the internet, like Google and um, DuckDuckGo. They can actually go look for the words when people type that in in the search bar. So understanding SEO is really, really necessary. We'll get into that later. But it is part of uh, blogging, especially, but it's also part of podcasts and video channels. And then I would say not to begin uh, begin with, but somewhere down the road, one of the different ways that you can create content to be able to grow and nourish your audience is by writing a book. You can write an ebook and have it as a download or self-publish it on Amazon. And that is a great way for people because Amazon is essentially a search engine. People go there to look for anything and everything. So having a book that's for sale there, if you were to go search for the problem that you have, then you're going to find books. You're also going to find podcasts there. And I will tell you just for the sake, because some of you are going to wonder if I leave it off, but social media is a way to create content, but I believe in it being a way to create a different type of content. The way that I do this that I believe in for myself is to create 
my content through a podcast and then have that. I'm transcribing my podcast into blog posts so that you can also read it. And social media is there to nourish people with little snacks, the appetizers, um, but it's social media is not the way I build my business. It's just not a thing that I'm doing. I have a Facebook group for Christian life coaches. It's literally called Christian Life Coach Collective in the Facebook group. And I have a social, I have an inter, like an Instagram and a LinkedIn account. Um, but I am not racing to win over the algorithm. <laughs> I'm just not. I am a living organism and I just refuse to be controlled by the non-living algorithm that wants to control how I spend my time and my money. I just can't do it. I've got other things to do. I have a business to build. And Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, like they are not required to build a business. I've done it. So I'm going to encourage you that Social media, which none of it is something you own anymore, and it can be, you can be banned, you can be censored, it can fail for a day or more. It, there are so many things you can lose it. You need to have, you need to build your email list. Okay. That is part of what you need to be doing. And we're going to get into that for a second, but in a second, but the social media, let it be snacks that you serve to people who already know you. Do I just highly recommend don't get into it in the beginning of starting your business and trying to be a co- become a coach. It's a whole different area of business. It is not the place that you build it. It is the place where you can have an account that you can talk to people who already know you because that's where they're at. But find the one platform where they are and be there whatever feels right to you, where you like to show up, be consistent because that's the key, but don't put all of your eggs in that basket. The second branch on the Sokoka tree is called offering. So you have to let people know what they can know, have, be, and do by working with you and how to make it happen. You have to make offers. You have to have something to offer. And then you have to communicate to people how you can help them And you have to market so that people know about your solution to their problem. You become credible. You show confidence, social proof, testimonials, and you craft copy for your website down the road, the website you build down the road, not the beginning, um, that helps to find your ideal client. Use the SEO and make invitations. You do this through content that you create. You can do it on social media. You can do it through your emails. And offering must be done. Otherwise, literally nobody knows that it's possible. They don't know what you have to offer. They don't know that there's a bridge they can build. They don't know that they can walk across it. They don't know that you could help them get to point B. And I know so many of you are offering adverse. (laughs) You're adverse to actually speaking up and saying, and I'm going to help you do that inside the business course, I'm actually going to help you craft your offering, but also know how to say it. You don't sell life coaching. Okay. Now the third branch is conversion. 
This means you actually help a potential client convert into a paying client. That's You do that through your discovery calls, through helping to overcome their objections, you know, in their in your content, on your website, in your sales page, in your all of your copy, and in the discovery call, um, you share about your strategy, your methods. You help them have clarity about the results they're going to get, the transformation they're going to see. You create excitement and cultivate that know, like, trust, and choose relationship. Then the fourth branch is onboarding. Your potential clients who want who convert in their mind to paying clients and say, I'm going to choose you. They need a way to onboard into your business. So they, they have to have a flow that brings them on a, on a journey. That's your emails, your bonuses, the homework, the client care, the contracts, all of these things that put them into your coaching system. You can set up automations in these processes with the different platforms that you use and the services that you get so that you're not doing the grunt work every day, all day. You actually can coach and build your business, but you're going to have to actually have platforms set up to run the systems that you have in place for the onboarding. So like your scheduler, for for instance, I have Acuity. I There's Calendly. There's several options out there. But I use Acuity personally and is a great platform. It's simple. It's straightforward. It's easy to figure out. You put your intake form in there so that you get their questions. You get them to answer your questions so you'll know a little bit more about them before the discovery call. And then you know even more about them before your first session. Or you could have it for every session. Regarding the niche and like what your coaching solution is, you're going to have different types of questions set up for an intake form on all of your appointments, or maybe just the first one. And that is going to lead you to greater success when you're talking to your client or you're in session with them. Then you're going to have emails that go through Acuity that tell your clients, okay, you've successfully scheduled an appointment. And hey, reminder, you have an appointment in two days at one o'clock. Hey, reminder, you have an appointment in two hours at one o'clock. Hey, thanks for um, working with me. This is just a post-session email that I want to just know if you have any questions, please feel free to uh, reply to me if you need anything. Um, or you have some confusion about anything we talked about, whatever, right? So you don't have to actually get into your uh, Yahoo, your Gmail account and go actually email this to somebody every time. You have a system in your scheduler that does all of this for you. Your contract is already put in there so that when they schedule you, It's already done. Your payment, your Stripe, your PayPal is all set up so that they pay Acuity. You don't have to go collect a payment. These systems that you start up, and some of them are going to be free. Some of them you're going to pay for. I'll help you know what that is. But they have to get set up so you're not spending your time sending reminder emails about your client's session, right? There's no reason to do that. Every, Every process 
inside of your system of processes has different parts and pieces to it that you can set up ahead of time. A lot of options out there. The Arboretum Business course is going to be open soon. I'll teach you inside there what you need to do, but make sure you sign up for the Called to Coach webinar on September 6th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. The link's going to be in the show notes. That's going to help you. Um, let's get in there and let's just talk about all of this, right? And then the Arboretum Business course is going to help you dial this in a little bit more um, succinctly and get you really the clarity you need at an individual level. Then the fifth branch is coaching. Yay, coaching fruit. (laughs) Coaching fruit is coming. You actually get to go do the work you love doing. But you had to start out with some content that you created so that you could find clients, right? And then you had to let them know you could offer something to them to help them get from point A to point B. And then you had to help them go from a potential client to somebody who's decided to actually work with you and pay for it in an investment. And then you had to um, onboard them and get them into your coaching system. But now you get to actually coach them. And this means you walk them through the systems that you have set up that's going to get them results your niche is more important, you know, because even if you say, I'm a general life coach for Christian women, that's an amazing niche. But instead of I just coach anybody and everybody, well, then you're not really going to ever become expert in coaching anybody, right? Because you're just coaching anybody who comes in front of you. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And I used to be a general life coach for Christian women, and but I was always working with Christian women. And there are certain things that Christian women want in coaching that I could offer, even though the focus of every session was something different. And some women wanted help starting a business. Some women just wanted somebody to help coach them right where they are for whatever their focus was on that day or that week. And that was okay. I loved all of it. It created opportunity for me to have a lot of uh, diversity in my coaching sessions. I got to meet a lot of different people. And I did that up until the Lord told me to start training coaching coaches in in particular. Now I and how I still I have actually more people to work with because I got really specific about who I work with. And then when I started using that language, I actually grew my business even more and had more clients and I actually had more content because, well, I had more content to share, not because I knew more, but because I knew about what I knew about. (laughs) I actually knew what I knew because I knew I had clarity about who I was talking to now instead of just Christian women who might want you know, a guide who they all wanted different things. Now I know that there are Christians out there who want to become coaches and they don't know where to start as coaches, as entrepreneurs. And now that I know what it is I know I can help somebody with on a very uh, niche level, but not so micro niche. It's not like I only work with a certain group of Christians who are in a certain, you know, age bracket. 
that all have, you know, brown hair. Like, I don't have to do that. I can just say I work with Christians who want to become coaches and start businesses. Like, that's that's it. And I have more people in my business. I have more clients. I have more people gleaning from what I share than I ever did before when I didn't know really who I was talking to and what their problem was, what their point A was, and where the point B was that I could help them get to. I was not clear about the very particular bridge I could help somebody build and walk across. So you have to be practicing part of this coaching bridge is you need to be practicing making offers, practice the discovery calls, practice the coaching, practice researching your ideal client and an audience. You have to be practicing. You need this because the focus on the tree, no matter what part you're building, you have to be getting out there and figuring out what coaching looks like for you, regardless of which part. So don't don't sit still and take three weeks to figure out what your mission statement is. Go coach some people. That's going to help you find out what your mission statement is. <laughs> you're going to find out after you coach people what your value systems are. Because you're going to know things after you do something more than you're going to know just from thinking about it and not having people in front of you. Now, the final branch of your Sokoka tree is assessing. You must look at what's happened and evaluate it. This is where you look at the tree like you're the gardener and you ask yourself if it's getting everything that it needs to grow strong and beautiful. So is it planted by streams of living water? Are you praying over it? Are you declaring its fruitfulness? Um, Job 22.28 says that you're going to, if you decree a thing, it will be established for you. So light will shine upon your ways. Like, come on, go decree what you want to be established in your coaching business. Now, also is what you're sharing, what your audience wants and needs. Are you being consistent with it? Are you getting feedback? And is the way you're sharing sustainable for you? Do you, if you are pushing through, I can do this video channel thing, but you hate it. What are you doing? This is not sustainable, doing things that you hate. Start somewhere else. Maybe you can grow into video later. But don't do something that you hate now because you're not going to show up for it. and You won't be consistent and everybody will feel that you don't enjoy being where you're at because the content you create is going to come across as less than because you're not enjoying yourself. If your niche isn't, if your audience isn't reading blogs, but you're writing one <laughs> and you don't understand how to use SEO to help draw them in. You need to consider finding out if, what are they doing? Where are they? Are they watching YouTube? Are they listening to podcasts? You've got to figure out where you need to be that works for you, but you also have to find out where your audience is and find that sweet spot. Now, is your offer working for you? Assess this. Are you trying to sell life coaching? Nobody buys life coaching. Or are you clearly, clearly stating that you sell results and not just any results? but the exact results your audience cares about. Is it priced right for them? Is it showing up at the right time for them where they're at in their process? Your content that you share needs to help them grow from 
what they thought and believed about their problem or point A, to look at the gap and find point B way over there and believe that coaching can help them build a bridge and walk across it. So people buy and pay for and invest in results and transformation, not coaching. You have to adjust all of your language for that. Again, something I'm going to teach you in the business course. So your system overall assess, is it working? This system of processes, namely all of these branches, is it working? Are you getting clients and keeping them? Are people converting after your discovery calls? Um, All of your processes, your conversion processes, onboarding processes, are they healthy and doable and sustainable and enjoyable and fruitful in the long run? And then your coaching sessions. Are your clients getting results? Are they wanting more? Do you see transformation? What do you need to tweak or even just change about your method, your approach, the style, um, the tools you're using, the offer you're making, and your coaching clients? Assess if they are the right people for you to continue with. Do you actually like working with these people? That's going to be a big chunk of how you show up. If you don't like the audience that you've cultivated, I tell you, I'm going to tell you, change right now because you, you need something that you enjoy that's sustainable in order for it to grow long term, bear good fruit down the road, and ultimately pay your bills. Um, let's not forget that, right? So in the next episode, we're talking about mature fruit what it'll look like for you after you've got your business set up and you're seeing fruit on this tree with client results and transformation. And even if you're not there yet, this episode will be good for you because it's gonna help you know what you don't have to do, what you can hold off on because it's part of, these are gonna be things that are part of the mature fruit stage. Not earlier when you're still just developing branches and looking for the first fruit to start, you know, the, the fruit of, all of your processes, the fruit of all your labors, the the results and the transformation. When you have mature fruit, like the tree is able to hold and withstand strong, bigger fruit, more fruit, then there are certain things that happen in that stage, not earlier. So just a little over, um, overview, the Sokoka tree, right? We start out with a branch called sharing, And then we also need to be making offers and offering, then conversion, onboarding, coaching, and assessing. You need all these branches. So bless your friend. And for just before we go, I want to point you back to Job 22, 28 and encourage you to decree blessings over your business, over your clients, your personal life, your mind, your health, your finances really begin to believe that you're a great coach and a successful entrepreneur. Thinking that you're not isn't helping you. (laughs) So why not just go be in your mind who you're becoming right now? Okay, bless you. Have a wonderful day. I hope that you loved this episode and you feel challenged, inspired, and encouraged. If you're a coach or you want to be one, jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group so we can connect over there. And to work with me, grab the links in the show notes to get quick clarity about your calling as a coach and entrepreneur, as well as how to get trained as a coach with Sterling and Stone and start your own business. Bless you, friend.